our belief is that the self-guided tools and our empowerment kit, the coaching and our community forums will alleviate the need for the majority of the people on the platform to ever have to access one-on-one -on -one coaching. Hi, good morning. Hi, India. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. This is Startup Health Now, our weekly podcast celebrating the entrepreneurs and innovators reimagining the future of health. This episode is exciting. It's part of our monthly Health Moonshot series. Last month, it was all about brain health. And today, we're talking about two founders, actually, I think three founders, and their companies that are rethinking mental health and happiness. I'm Logan Plaster, and I'm joined here in the virtual studio with my colleague, India Edwards. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk about these companies and what they've built to address these issues in mental health care. I am too. All right. So to start off, I want to talk about a couple of companies in the mental health space whose technology is really redefining what's possible. Uh, and what I mean there is that teletherapy and the world of talking to a specialist over your computer or phone is booming and it's so important. Uh, but these two companies I want to talk about have upgraded uh, what you might call the tech stack, a startup-y term for the unique combination of software and hardware that supports what you've built. Uh, by comparison, innovations in teletherapy might work over Zoom, uh, so they're not really a leap forward in technology, more of an upgrade in workflow and business model. But sometimes an actual new invention, a, a patented new idea, really helps us leapfrog forward. Conveniently, both of these companies that I want to talk about with you presented at this month's Health Transformer Showcase. So let's just dive into it. First up is Sauna Health. Uh, Richard Hambury is the founder and CEO of Sauna Health. What are they up to? So Sauna Health is using what's called neuromodulation to address pain and anxiety, uh, particularly neuropathic pain. Okay. <laughs> okay. Neuromodulation, neuropathic pain, uh, both concepts that need some unpacking and that required me to do a little bit of research. So I'm no pain expert, but according to the Cleveland Clinic, uh, neuropathic pain is when damaged nerve fibers send the wrong signals to the pain centers in your body. In other words, this is pain that can feel spontaneous and divorced from actually having a physical injury or having a, a, a stimuli. It originates in the nervous system, so it can feel like it's just in your head, but it's incredibly physical and can be incredibly painful. A great example of this uh, is actually in Richard Hambury, the founder of Sauna himself. He suffered a traumatic back injury when he was younger. He drove off a bridge in Yemen in order to avoid a head-on collision. That's a whole other story uh, that's fascinating. Um, he suffered so much nerve damage that when that even when his body was healed, when his bones and his muscles were supposedly healed, he was in so much nerve pain that he wanted to end his own life. But one night while watching an old movie, actually an old Bruce Willis action movie, <laughs> Richard Hambury realized that something about the light and sounds of the movie were doing something to his brain that interrupted those nerve signals and were giving him some relief from his pain. So he set about a years-long, decades-long journey of discovering a technique for interrupting pain signals to the brain. He basically cured himself by doing this. Then he set about making that technology portable, making it scalable, so that more people could benefit from it. All I can say is, wow, please tell me more. <laughs> 
So what we learned at the Health Transformer Showcase is that Sana Health has developed a de device that looks like a cross between a headset like uh, that you listen to music on and a sleep mask. It delivers pulses of light and sound that interrupt your brain signals. And within, they say, 10 minutes, puts users into a deep state of relaxation, almost like uh, involuntary meditation. It was originally designed to address neuropathic pain like Richard suffered, but its initial approvals for the market are for wellness and sleep. It's been designated as a breakthrough device by the FDA for fibromyalgia with approval expected by the end of the year. Wait, so using light to cure pain all within 10 minutes. Right. This is what I would call bordering onto it sounds too good to be true territory. And it's a tricky area to innovate in because there's historically been a lot of snake oil being sold to folks who are struggling with sleep issues and who are struggling with chronic pain. So that was my first thought was that this sounded too good to be true. But Richard and his team put in years of research and seem to have really cracked the code or at least a code uh, on this problem. And they're seeing impressive results. Uh, I want to take you to a, a spot in the showcase where Richard really talks about some of the evidence behind what they're doing. Early data has us outperforming all of the best drugs in each class in pain, depression, and anxiety. We are a connected device. We are measuring heart rate variability on the forehead, um, and we're collecting subjective data as well. So objective and subjective data on every single use with every single person. Uh, in Q2 next year, we will uh, be introducing a closed loop feedback system and will be the first neuromodulation device of any kind to personalize medicine in real time in that way. You know, India, I wanted you to catch what he just said there. They're using pulses of light and sound to interrupt brain signals and put you into this flow state in order to lower pain and anxiety. But then they're, they're going to use a continuous monitoring of your vitals, of heart rate variability in order to customize the treatment to you. It'll be completely adaptive and personalized to where you're at as the user at any given moment. Uh, here's Richard again, explaining some more of the results from their trials. Overall, we're getting pretty stunning results. We are more than five times effective than the leading drug in improving quality of life in fibromyalgia, uh, which is Lyrica. Um, in anxiety, we are massively outperforming all of the drugs things like Xanax obviously come with very hefty side effects as well. Um, the average use of the device is 16 minutes a day. And uh, yeah, the results we're getting are, are just epically beyond what you can do with drugs. Um, same within depression, same sort of order of magnitude. Yeah, our pivotal trial is just about concluded. That then goes into a health economic phase where we're collecting six months of data on uh, improving cost of care. So what he's saying there is that Sana is showing that neuromodulation using light and sound could be more effective for neuropathic pain and anxiety than the leading drugs, and it doesn't have any side effects. And what he alluded to at the end there was that a study that they're doing is going to prove out or hopefully proves out the cost effectiveness of the therapy, that it's not just better for patients, but actually cheaper in the long run. And that'll be very interesting to see. <laughs> very interesting indeed. Okay, so moving on. Another fascinating company that presented at the Mental Health and Happiness Showcase was Rose Health, helmed by uh, a gentleman named Kavi Misery. Rose Health was born out of a very personal place for the founder. Kavi was an investment banker. He's working 80 to 100 hours a week, and he just hit the end of his rope. He just burned out completely. 
He entered the mental health industrial complex, you might say, and it left him shaking his head, feeling like, you know what, we can do better in this industry. Why was that? What was what was the burnout? Well, what he realized was how much pressure was being put on primary care doctors to handle mental health concerns. Um, something like 80% of mental health concerns are addressed by overextended primary care docs, yet less than 10% of primary care doctors report being satisfied with the mental health tools at their disposal. Uh, just to paint you a picture, it's something like this. Patient comes in to their primary care doctor with what appears to be an anxiety disorder. And the doctor has all of 15 minutes because they're so busy to talk to this person and try to help. They want to do something to be helpful. So they end up writing out a prescription for an anxiety medication. The doctor doesn't love this equation because they know drugs aren't the best or only tool, that, that there are side effects to these drugs. But it's something that they can do. It's something they can do quickly. And even if they had the tools at their disposal, they wouldn't necessarily have the time or experience to tackle the nuanced problems associated with anxiety and depression. Uh, here's Kavi at the showcase explaining how Rose addressed this particular problem. With this problem in hand, Rose sells our product to physician groups who provide medication if needed and assigns the Rose app. The patient begins their journey of entering clinical assessments checking in with their daily mood and, and anxiety levels, and journaling their, their thoughts and feelings. Rose then leverages our deep tech natural language processing system to detect semantic tones and puts curated, targeted content for self-care in the form of articles, audio recordings, and videos. Wow, so, so break it down for me. What exactly is Rose? So Rose is a platform that's like a daily companion for folks with mental health concerns like anxiety or depression or, or other issues. The primary care doctor can send the patient home with the app, knowing that it'll start them on a daily routine of checking in about their mood, encouraging them to journal their feelings, and delivering them targeted self-help content. But India, here is where it gets interesting. As the patient answers prompts about their feelings and journals about their day, the Rose app uses natural language processing and their own proprietary algorithm to read between the lines. You might report that you're feeling just fine, but your word choice, your clipped style of writing might suggest something else, that there's something deeper going on. It might tell you that you're feeling more anxious and could use a little help. Uh, here's Kavi talking about that tech stack, as they call it. One of the main core competencies of Rose is our tech stack. We leverage deep tech to identify semantic tone and then use the, that data for the patient's appropriate care pathway. We are doing the same with speech and audio and video recognition of microfacial expressions. So it's not just the journaling that goes through this algorithm, but voice memos and even facial recognition, all of the body language cues that could help understand how you're really doing, help read between the lines. I have to say, I, I know a person very close to me who doesn't necessarily like to talk about how he's feeling, who would really appreciate something like this. Yeah, I think it could have... I could have big impact for a lot of people. I mean, they're just starting to scratch the surface on what they could accomplish. I mean, this is great for patients, but it's also useful for that primary care physician that we were just talking about. You know, like I said, uh, this started with an understanding that these docs are overextended and actually also underpaid. 
The ROSE dashboard they developed on the doctor's side lets them monitor the patient's health metrics and then bill for reimbursement. They estimate this to bring in an additional $72,000 per clinician using ROSE in a practice. Okay, so is it just the app or what about if someone needs more personalized care? That is a great question. And actually it's one of ROSE's coolest differentiators. Uh, Here's Kavi laying out their latest offering. I'm excited to announce an enhanced new offering of ROSE as the first end-to-end care patient mental health care experience that identifies symptoms early, connects patients to therapists, and provides actionable insights throughout the care journey. We now have access to about 80 care navigators who are clinical social workers or above, 15 psychiatrists and 10 psychologists who can provide 24-7, 365 services to patients in need. Patients of risk-bearing entities like ACOs, employers, health systems, and health plans can access our ROSE concierge team who will triage, assess, and create a care plan for the patient. The care team will perform short-term therapy and will then match the patient with a long-term therapist in less than five days. To be exact, 50% of patients will be matched with a licensed therapist within three days, and 98% of ROSE users, you will be matched with a licensed clinical therapist within five days. This is a significant shift from the way mental health care is currently delivered. There are very few companies that can even get close to a month of being able to match a patient and get a patient an appointment. You know, India, you can really hear the passion in Kavi's voice. In his life, he saw firsthand how folks with mental health concerns were either undertreated by primary care doctors or had to wait months for a proper visit with a specialist. And so he created a way to get assessed and matched with a specialist within five days. Five days. That's incredible. Okay, I've talked about sauna, talked about Rose. Now I want to hear about Butterfly Health. You sat down to talk to founder Ariva Martin. What's the top line takeaway here? Yeah, so Butterfly Health is on a mission to make getting mental health support and intervention for underrepresented populations a normal part of their daily routine. Now, Logan, this company is near and dear to my heart because as a Black woman who has multiple family members that have very serious mental health issues, this is some crucial technology. Butterfly Health was co-founded by Ariva Martin and Rodney Bell, two siblings who recognized that gap of culturally relevant mental health services. I recently spoke with Ariva to talk about Butterfly and what they are currently working on. But before we get into the platform itself, here's a bit on Ariva's background. So by training, I'm a civil rights attorney. uh, And after running a very successful law firm, I started a nonprofit. And it was working in that nonprofit space that I became really acutely aware of the mental health issues that were so prevalent in so many underserved communities. I was working uh, in the nonprofit space primarily with kids who had autism and other disabilities, and I had a chance to work a lot with their families. And that's where I saw firsthand the the real need that so many of the families, the caregivers, the the parents, the grandparents had in terms of uh, mental health. So many of them were stressed out, they were depressed, they were overwhelmed, uh, they felt isolated. 
uh, and they had real serious mental health challenges, but most of them were not in any kind of care. They weren't getting any kinds of interventions. Uh, and that's what you know really led me to the Butterfly Platform. I wanted to address that population and I wanted to do it in a way that was scalable. Uh, I wanted to do it in a way that would be completely accessible to that population. So that's what uh, Butterfly uh, you know, endeavors to do, which is to ensure that the platform is available to the neediest folks in our community who oftentimes uh, needs are not met in our current healthcare system. So Logan, like you mentioned about Kavi, you can hear the passion in her voice. She wants to address these underserved populations and really become that sort of go-to mental health solution for teens and adults who oftentimes don't have access to more traditional avenues for mental health care. I, I love it. I love it. Now, for the platform itself, Ariva describes Butterfly as an all-in-one health app that delivers culturally centered, evidence-based self-care. You know, in many cases, there is a lack of research into the specific needs of these underserved populations. And it is critical that mental health professionals have a set of skills or processes that enable them to provide services that are culturally appropriate for these diverse communities that they are serving. So we are creating a 24-7 integrated health platform uh, that provides four levels of intervention for not just uh, teens, but adults as well, men, women, teenagers, as well as adults. And the whole premise of Butterfly is that people get better by being in groups. Uh, there's there, there's scientific data and evidence which establishes that group-to-group -group connection is really critically important. The reality is everyone's not going to be able to physically go into a group, particularly now with COVID. Uh, so we have these community forums, these uh, uh, call them issue or uh, diagnosis specific forums. So if somebody has an issue around depression, they have an issue around anxiety, they have an issue with postpartum depression. They're able to join these community forums and have interactions with folks who have similar issues uh, that they have. Uh, we also uh, understand that not everybody is going to be able to see a therapist. In fact, there's a shortage of therapists, particularly if you live in certain uh, neighborhoods and certain communities. Uh, so we wanted to give the power of therapy to individuals. And we do that in a couple of ways on the platform. One, we provide uh, coaches rather than therapists so people can have access to 24-7 uh, coaching. They can do text-based coaching with coaches who, again, have been trained to address uh, the, the intersectionality of people, people who uh, you know, may not fit the traditional mold that some of the other mental health applications really cater to. Uh, and also, we have this empowerment kit. We believe that we can help people get better by playing to their strengths rather than their weaknesses. So in our empowerment kit, there are all kinds of uh, self-guided exercises that are based on evidence-based cognitive behavior therapy. And as a last effort of, in as a last level of our intervention on the platform, we do offer one-on-one uh, -on -one, uh, therapy with licensed professionals. But our, our belief is that the self-guided tools and our empowerment kit, the coaching and our community forums will alleviate the need for the majority of the people on the platform to ever have to uh, access one-on-one -on -one coaching. Isn't that awesome? So Ariva has created a sort of safe space for these individuals that takes someone's intersectional identity into consideration and helps them reach their full potential. Now, according to Ariva, they are currently working solely in pilot programs with specific healthcare systems and insurance companies, but plan to roll it out to consumers through their health plans in the near future. One point that Ariva mentioned that I really appreciated was that she wants anyone to be able to access Butterfly, no matter where they are or who they are. 
Here's Ariva explaining that. We want the uh, platform to be free to the end user. So unlike some of the other platforms where you have to go, you have to pay a, a monthly subscription fee. Uh, we wanted this to be completely free to the end user. So we sell into health plans and health systems, and then they make the platform available to their uh, ultimate customer base. Free. <laughs> Don't we just love that word? So for the individuals who have gotten the opportunity to use Butterfly Health, they are absolutely loving it. Some have said it's such an incredible tool that's helped them live their best life. And others are saying Butterfly is on its way to becoming the mental health care company used around the world. Ariva talks about that feedback in our chat. And she also mentions how fragmented the current mental health space is. I'll let her explain. The feedback has been incredibly uh, positive. We launched right at the height of COVID and you can't really pick up a newspaper, turn on a, a news show without there being some statistic about depression and anxiety uh, amongst uh, you know, different populations, whether it's African-Americans who are experiencing extreme uh, mental health issues uh, as a result of COVID and the economic fallout from COVID, you know, teenagers, higher rates of suicide, uh, isolation because kids were out of school for so long. So just about every demographic that you can imagine has been impacted. So people are excited. They're happy to get a tool that they can use. Uh, one, one frustration that we know people have with our current mental health system is that it's so fragmented, so difficult. Uh, even if you have health insurance, what's considered good health insurance, getting a referral can be an incredibly cumbersome process. Uh, people wait online sometimes for months uh, to get a referral and then to actually get into an office to see a professional. And what we're hearing from physicians and health systems is that people are using primary care physicians and other special specialty practitioners as mental health practitioners. And these doctors don't feel equipped, you know, to provide the kind of therapeutic support that patients need. So doctors are incredibly happy and health systems are incredibly happy for the Butterfly platform because they want to be able to provide support to their patients uh, but, you know, it, it's really not the job of a primary care physician to address someone's anxiety or depression. The beauty of Butterfly, you don't have to have a diagnosis, but you can be feeling sad, you can be feeling lonely, you can just feel like, you know, you're not yourself and you want some support. Maybe you don't want to go to a therapist. We know there's tremendous stigma too, particularly in certain communities associated with even seeking mental health care. So Logan, we've been living in a time, you know, we're still living in a time where platforms and technology like Butterfly Health are absolutely critical. As Ariva mentioned, people in these communities are sometimes having to wait months just to speak with someone about their depression or their anxiety, which is extremely sad and unfortunate and truthfully should not be the case. You know, India, one of the inspiring themes I'm seeing here is just the opening up of access. You know, I mentioned with Kavi, you know, how people have had to wait for months and months to see a specialist. Same theme here with Butterfly Health, not only having to wait, but then not having access to culturally competent care. And then with Sauna Health, you know, folks with chronic pain that haven't had access to a pain care specialist um, and therefore have gone basically untreated for, for year after year after year. So it, it's it's inspiring to see that not only are we innovating with new technologies, but also just um, this bigger health moonshot concept of opening up care, opening up access so that more people are under the, the umbrella of care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm personally inspired. There's a lot, a lot of more companies uh, within the startup health portfolio working on the 
mental health and happiness moonshot. Uh, anyone listening to this can check them out on our portfolio page, startuphealth.com slash portfolio. But uh, India, that's the time we have for this week. Uh, thanks so much for uh, sharing this this time with me, telling me about your your experience with Butterfly Health. Absolutely, thank you. Thank you for having me and, and breaking down Sauna Health and Rose Health, two amazing, amazing companies doing amazing things in the mental health and happiness moonshot. We love to see it. So join us next week for more inspiring stories from healthcare's most innovative entrepreneurs. Next month, we'll be back with a another special episode on, in our Health Moonshot series about the cost to zero moonshot. Can't wait to bring that to you. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Startup Health Now. Startup Health invests in health transformers from around the world who are committed to achieving audacious health moonshots. If you want to learn how you can join this community of entrepreneurs, or if you want to connect with one of our 350 companies, go to startuphealth.com. If you'd like to learn how you can invest in our Health Moonshot Rolling Fund in collaboration with AngelList, go to healthmoonshots.com. Thanks for listening to Startup Health Now. We'll be back next week. Mm-hmm.